This is We Need to Talk, and I'm Darcy Sterling. To me, Valentine's Day has always felt like a tool of a capitalist machine, a hallmark holiday that I associate more with price surges, mediocre food, and shitty service than with love. Over the years, especially since becoming a therapist, I find it to be a day that makes singles feel bad about themselves. Being single can feel like a personal failure. It's particularly hard on women who are often raised to evaluate themselves based on their relationship status. Basically, I don't like anything that makes people feel excluded. I also really don't align with it on a relationship level. It's an arbitrary date, and it can feel so unnecessarily stressful. I personally would much rather celebrate moments that are actually meaningful, not just a random date on a calendar. And it kind of feels like partners who are negligent throughout the year get the message that as long as they deliver on February 14th, they're doing the right thing. Then they go right back to who they were on the 15th. And people who are good, conscientious partners throughout the year feel pressure to spend money that they shouldn't have to spend. Basically, I don't like being told that on a certain date, I have to perform romance on my wife. It's like scheduling sex. Like if that works for you, great. I am not a fan. Okay, Ashton, now that we all know my feelings about Valentine's Day, I'm here for your questions. So Darcy is not pleased with me because I actually wanted to split this into two episodes about Valentine's Day, one for singles, which is this episode, and the next one will be all for those who are coupled and in relationships. And I know you hate talking about Valentine's Day, but let me tell you who probably hates it more, and that would be single people. So very good point. That's why I feel it's important to kind of dedicate two episodes to this because it's it's kind of a big thing. This is the first Valentine's Day in four years that I will be single. So I kind of want to start with how should a single person who feels sadness or pressure from the lack of being in a relationship navigate this day? So I want you to think of this day as a day to express love, all kinds of love rather than specifically focusing on a romantic relationship. You are, as you know, quite blessed. You have a number of people in your life who love the shit out of you. And there's plenty of people for you to pour your affection on who are also maybe feeling lonely and could also use that day as a connecting point. Mm -hmm. So what I suggest is that you make like a short list of the people that you're closest to and plan to call each one on that day. Plan to see, because you have too many. You just, so Ashton looked, taking it back for those who don't have, like, who aren't watching this and just listening to this. Right. So that just, she looked taken aback because I I recoiled a bit. Yes, because I suggested a phone call. I'm not sure if that's because of the number of people you have in your life who you're super close to or because you're a millennial. Either of those things make sense to me, though. Yeah, I mean, I think a text is easier for me. I mean, sure, I'll call someone. But yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah, just like use it as a day to connect with people you love. You know what I mean? And it, it doesn't have to be a romantic partner. I recall having short little pauses in between relationships where I 
reflected on this day and thought, I am just not going to pour myself into a partner. I'm going to pour myself into the, the people who have staying power, the people who stick in my life. And that always lasted until I had another partner. And then I would do a 180 and focus all my attention on that person. I do, by the way, celebrate this day with my wife because just because I have a shitty attitude about the day doesn't mean that she should have to pay the price. You know, my personal feelings about Valentine's Day are my personal feelings about Valentine's Day. And much of them are around my concern for how this day makes single people feel. Much of my resistance to embracing this day is because of that. But back to your question, how should a single person who feels some sadness navigate this day? I suggest focusing on the people that you are closest to. Focus on giving. And in the process of giving, you will receive. Everybody knows this. And if you have forgotten this or never test-driven this theory, do it. Test drive the theory and then let me know if I'm wrong. But make a short list of the people you're closest with. Connect with them on that day. Maybe make plans to see some people that you're close with. Of course, you can do, you know, the rinse and repeat, pamper yourself, self-care. Self-care. You know, I mean, here... Part of my shitty attitude about this day also is that I've been blogging for 15 years and I've been alive for five decades plus. And the number of times I've been asked about this holiday, I can't even, like I've written about it, I've spoken about it, I've been interviewed about it so many times. So to me, it's not fresh anymore. Right. But I realize, thanks to you reminding me that it is fresh to some people. And so let me not be flipping about the pampering oneself. It mm -hmm. is a nice day to schedule a massage if you're a single. I mean, any day is a nice day to schedule a massage, whether you're single or not. But certainly if you want to feel pampered, schedule something for that day. Maybe even focus on other people by volunteering. If you're, if you're worried that you're going to really be caught up in a negative loop, perseverating or overthinking about your relationship status and you don't feel good about it, maybe find a way to volunteer. Again, going back to my point a few minutes ago, focusing on other people, giving to other people has this rebound effect. It boomerangs right back to you. You feel better for having done it. And mm -hmm. by all means, avoid social media. I'm so glad you said that because I was just about to say myself that I actually don't have, I mean, as of right now, it's not Valentine's Day, but who knows how I'll feel on the day. I don't have super negative feelings about the holiday. I'm okay being single. That's cool. But when I go on social media and I just see like post after post of flowers or extravagant dates or whatever someone's partner did for them, I'm going to get annoyed. I'm just, it's just, I'm just gonna be like, well, that's annoying. So if anyone would like to send me flowers or wine, I drink Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc. I can, you can email the Ask Dr. Darcy email and we'll disclose my um, mailing address. But I'll never understand your aversion to Pinot Grigio. Let's be clear. I will drink any wine that's placed in front of me <laughs> as long as it does not come out of a box. Actually, let no, me retract. No, no, no. Stand by it. Stand oh, by it, Ashton. As long as, your standards. <laughs> as long as it's not Franzia or it starts with barefoot or it's from a Dwayne Reed, I'll drink it. Yeah, social media, I also think, too, has played a huge role in the increasing pressure and making singles feel the lack of something because there's these people who are, like, almost trying to one-up each other. Like, look what my partner did. Oh, my God, we're so in love. You're the best. And I don't think there's anything wrong 
with showcasing your love on social media. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the love that they're showing online. And I hate to say it, but I do find it suspect because mm. maybe I, I know I'm a hypersensitive person in some areas of my life. When I do get an amazing gift, I don't post it because I'm so aware that other people don't have what I have. I don't mm. want to rub anybody's nose in shit. You know what I mean? I'm very yeah. aware that I'm a lucky person who has a lot of really tight relationships and, you know, I'm privileged beyond measure. I get mm. that. And so I want to be sensitive to other people, but I also understand that social media is about like letting people know what's going on in your life. And if something great happens, by all means, post it because no amount of not posting it is going to compensate for, it's not going to make anybody who has a lack feel better. Right. I just lost my mom two years ago. So I stay the hell away from social media on Mother's Day. I, I remember as a kid when I lost my dad. I stayed away from, I guess there was no social media then, but like from the moment there was social media, I wanted nothing to do with it on Father's Day. And now I want nothing to do with it on Mother's Day because I know how it makes me feel. So mm -hmm. by all means, stay away from social media. And if you're going to post, I don't know, maybe even post something and tag your single friends in it, a shout out of love to them. Although, I don't know, do people want that publicized? Broadcasted? I don't know. It's like a weird holiday, honestly. I think it's weird. Even when I was in a relationship, I almost arguably felt more anxiety because I had expectations, which I know we can cover in the next episode. But I have an interesting question for you because I actually ran into a girl when I was at a restaurant for Valentine's Day last year with my then boyfriend. And she confided in me that she was on a first date on Valentine's Day. So I want to get your thoughts on... How do you feel about potentially planning a first date or maybe even a second date on Valentine's Day? I would not. I would not. I would not. <laughs> first of all, prices are jacked up on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. The food sucks. The service is worse than the food. Why would you burn through money unnecessarily to have a date on that day? Unless that really makes you feel good. It's a personal choice. I would not do it. I would also be worried about how the person that I was on a date with would be perceiving the fact that we were out on Valentine's Day. Do, would they mm. think that I want more than I want or do they want more than I want? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I would be worried about the messaging around that. But if yeah. it makes you happy, do whatever makes you happy. This is a Hallmark holiday. And mm -hmm. I don't mean to be flippant to people who want to celebrate it. By all means, throw yourself into it. But for single people, I would pick a different day for my first date. No, it makes it makes sense. And like, honestly, who really wants to be surrounded by other like serious couples while you're just like, so what do you do? Meanwhile, the other people are probably like talking about like their next couple's vacation or their new apartment or who knows what. So if we are technically single, but we have and everyone loves this, a situationship, or we've just started seeing someone. And just started seeing someone, I mean by maybe you're like a month in. There's feelings there. You know, you guys are seeing each other pretty frequently. But again, this is a high-pressure holiday for a lot of people. What's the best way to approach this day with them? Should we be speaking about expectations beforehand? Should we wait for someone to initiate? Like, I remember this feeling very well. I think you have to decide for yourself what 
you'd like the day to represent. And then I would have an open conversation about that, letting the person know what you want this day to represent. If you're somebody who doesn't take the day very seriously, then I would communicate that because how awkward would it be if the person you're just dating lobs an expensive gift on you on this day because they feel the weight of it and they want to communicate that they really care about you. Maybe mm. you're not ready to hear that. So I would preempt that by telling people how you feel about it. And also in the opposite direction, if it's an important day for you, I would not turn to a brand new person and expect them to deliver. If you're on the third or fourth or fifth date, I would not expect them to deliver on Valentine's mm -hmm. Day. I think that's a recipe for disappointment. But I think there also is something to be said, and this is different for everybody. If you are, you have been speaking to somebody for like over a month and you both know you like each other, I think there's also something really nice about even just getting a heartfelt text being like, hey, happy Valentine's Day, like heart, hope you have an amazing day, or even doing something super simple like send flowers. Like they don't have to be an extravagant bouquet. You can literally go to Trader Joe's and get like a $7 arrangement. Heads up to those newly dating bouquet of flowers on Valentine's Day or a considerate text does not mean the person's going to think a ring is forthcoming. Right. Right. It just means, hey, like I appreciate having you in my life and I know what this day is about and I want you to feel like seen. And that is my objection with it when it comes to singles is because I feel like they're not seen. So I mm. think as somebody who is in a relationship, I need to be mindful of making sure the people in my life who are single know that they're being seen by me that day. I really want to bring up something that my stepdad does for me each year ever since he started dating my mom. So they've been married for about, oop, don't kill me, mom. I think eight years the very first year, I think when they started dating and they were serious, I received a flower arrangement from him on Valentine's Day with a note, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have a great day. And I literally got choked up because I, I was not expecting anything on this day. And it was such a beautiful gesture. And it has happened every single year without fail. I get flowers from him. And it means literally so much to me. Like, I can't even put it into words. It's just like he thought about me and he wanted me to know that I'm loved. Yeah. Have you and, told him how much yes, it means to you? I have. And I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but I will make sure to let him know that it continues to mean so much to me. Even when I was in relationships, Aww. I know I'm always getting flowers from him. And it's just so lovely. So that makes me think like, are there people in my life that maybe I can extend a similar gesture, even if they're in a relationship, just because you're in a relationship on Valentine's Day doesn't mean that you're feeling seen or loved. Right, right. And that's what it's all about. The day is yeah. all about recognizing the people you love. Yeah. So on that note, and I think like we all know the answer to this, but this doesn't mean that we do it. Should Valentine's Day be applied to every day? in terms of love and attention. Yeah, so the snarky bitch inside of me, which is not always on the inside, often quite on the outside, has historically commented over the years that if you have to kill yourself on Valentine's Day, you're not doing the right thing 
every other day during the year. Now that's mm. a that's a dick attitude. I don't know that that's true. That's a hot take. It's a flippant thing to say, but I kind part of the reason why I personally don't feel like I have to flex on Valentine's Day is cuz I do try to show up for my wife's staff throughout the year. Look, I always have flowers delivered to her, which I then get to enjoy because we're in a relationship and cohabitate. <laughs> so it works out beautifully. And I, I pay triple the amount for the same flowers I could have gotten a week earlier. It is what it is. She's not going to pay the price for my crappy attitude. But the point is, if you're doing the right thing every other day of the year, the lift shouldn't be that big on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I completely agree. I also... On the topic of singles, I want to say, like, if you are somebody who you do practice self-love frequently and also like extending love to your your friends and your family, I don't think you'll feel the lack of love as heavily on Valentine's Day versus other people who maybe aren't as mindful or plugged in about expressing how much they care and love about the other people in their life. But that's just maybe my hot take. I'm also going to go into this Valentine's Day, keeping in mind. So we talked about kind of social media and how that can contribute to singles feeling worse about this day or even more lonely. But outside of social media, are there societal pressures that contribute to single people feeling this sadness on Valentine's Day? For sure. I mean, we're being bombarded through all of our media and everybody consumes media throughout the day, the week, the month, the year. And we're being inundated with romanticized messaging around Valentine's Day, these great expectations of what a romantic day looks like. It creates such unrealistic expectations, even for people in relationships. Mm -hmm. The number of coupled people that I will have to scrape off the ground the days following Valentine's Day because their partners failed to read their mind or mm. failed to deliver on a well-expressed you know, request to celebrate the day a certain way, there will be at least two or three people I will have to stitch back together again. The day just inundates us from everywhere we turn. All of our media is pumping us with this pressure to do things in a certain way and to feel a certain emotion. And even if the person does things exactly the way you want, if you don't feel the right way, it's a fail. And then that makes them feel like it's a fail. And particularly for single people, it's so hard to not self-reflect and question, what does this say about me that I'm single? Mm. Moving in a culture, our culture emphasizes the role of women in family and in relationships. The traditional gender roles so accentuate women as caregivers, wives, mothers, and it all contributes to this messaging that women's value by and large is a product of their relationships. Mm. So if you're single on Valentine's Day, that can really make you feel less than. And all of it just perpetuates this notion that women's worth is so tied to their relationship status. And not only is this coming from our society and our culture, but many of our families, it doesn't matter what your education level is, what your socioeconomic status is, what class you're in, what percentage you're in. It's rare that I meet a person, particularly a young adult, who hasn't gotten the messaging 
from their family of origin that being in a relationship and pumping out babies is the most important thing they'll ever do with their lives. And for some mm. people, that's true. And for many people, that's not true. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's okay. And it has to be okay. But it, it's not even like we can get a break from our families. Some of our families are pumping us with pressure. Goes back to those same like holiday questions that we get asked at the dinner table. Dating anyone? Yeah. Doing anything interesting? What are you doing on this day? And then you have to say, I don't have plans. Thanks for asking. And there's a level of shame that I feel a lot of people feel about that. So if I'm understanding you correctly, that seems to be a combination of pressure from our families, especially women. But men experience this pressure as well. I don't want to leave them out of this. They definitely, especially older men. So we've got our family, society, and then the fact that we're also being bombarded by it on, on every media platform. You can't even go to the grocery store or the pharmacy without no, walking sure in and immediately seeing like teddy bears holding little balloons and like bouquets of flowers and those horrible Russell Stover chocolates that let's all be real are not good. They're yeah. not good. Well, they're terrible. There is also such societal linking to this notion that women's economic status is secured only through a relationship, particularly if you're straight, right? Mm, you mean like in terms of stability? Like, like you're woman... not going to be okay unless you're in a relationship that's oh. leading a marriage because you alone can't generate the income that you need to support yourself. But for like the top 5%, the top 1% of female earners, many women feel that pressure. And their families, their mothers, my mother used to feel like unless I was in a relationship, I was not going to be okay. The messaging I got was quite overt and it's going to date and timestamp me. My mother, who was a child during the depression, used to say to me ad nauseum, Darcy, a woman needs a man. A woman needs a man. Oh, and then I became a lesbian. I was about to, to say, you, honestly, um, but that that makes me think, and I want to piggyback off that. I also want to acknowledge the women who feel absolutely fine being single on Valentine's Day. Yeah, and. They actually have no issues with it. In fact, they may even just love the holiday for what it represents. Because honestly, that might be me. I, I don't really have any issues right now. Again, it's not Valentine's Day. And I'm not a few glasses of wine deep yet. But I want to shed light to those women. Because like you said, there is this kind of like expectation or just assumption that because a woman is single or not in a relationship that she is lacking or that she feels a hole in her life. And that is so untrue for actually a lot of women. And I will tell you that that has been my experience. So I do post in support of singles on Valentine's Day. And historically, I have gotten comments like, I'm single and I'm fine. And I'm like, great, you're welcome. Right? Okay. But, but also, like, is that really necessary? Because not everyone <laughs> feels the way you feel. But her point is not everyone feels the way I worry she's going to feel. Not right. everyone feels less than. Not yeah. every single person is like hiding in shame. Mm -hmm. on Valentine's Day, which I'm yeah. so happy to hear. But what it's resulted in is I don't know what the fuck to say to people on Valentine's Day who are single. 
So I just don't even say that because I get that everybody is not one way. Social media is all about the soundbite people. So we're all making gross generalizations and we're doing it in a very short amount of words in a very short amount of time. So we are going to, by necessity, make gross generalizations that don't apply to everyone there. Yeah. I actually want to circle back to an earlier point where you said that as a single, you know, reaching out to other people in our lives on this day, doing something with them is great. Do you think that there's anything that we should be specifically saying? Should it just be like a messaging like, hey, like happy Valentine's Day. I want you to know that like, I love you. I've I actually don't even know if I've ever done this, unfortunately. Shame on me. No, not shame on you because it's not a day that comes with a heavy burden, it seems to you. So if it's a light and easy day, I would take the temperature of those closest to you and see how they feel about it ahead of time. Hey, how are you feeling about the Valentine's Day coming up, particularly to oh. your single friends? And then if they're having some sort of feelings, then maybe the two of you can connect on that day or do something fun together on that day. I never thought about doing a preemptive all about communication. Maybe I'm just thinking about this wrong, but it's like if my one of my friends texted me and was like, hey, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. I know you're super alone right now. Not super <laughs> alone. I don't want to say that. I know you're single right now. It just yeah. kind of feels like targeted. It does. In a um, sense, right? And it is direct, but it, you know, it removes the X factor of, intuiting your way to the right answer. And I don't find that that's very successful to me. Maybe I just have a shitty intuition, but generally speaking, when I don't ask the questions, I don't get the answers right. Mm. If you're trying to show up for somebody the right way, then it's really important to ask them, how are you feeling about this day? Well, I was going to ask you next, like, how can we make those single people in our life feel less lonely and loved if we know this day affects them? And I was like, wait a minute, what if I take the money that I would have spent on my yeah. partner and I just like send them something out of the blue? Is that like maybe another great way to make people feel seen? I don't want them to be like, oh my God, I didn't get her anything. Do it to your closest friends who are not going to feel that obligatory reaction. Mm, and. True. And just don't hold back. If you want to tell someone you love them on Valentine's Day, tell them you love them. Use your love language. Use their love language. Do that. I'm like in my brain thinking about all of the ways that I'm going to make this day positive, not just for me, but for other people. Yeah, that's the essence is getting out of your own head and thinking about how the people that you care about the most are going to feel on this day. And what can you do to make them feel as good as they can feel, A, and B, how will that make you feel? Yeah. So why do we like even allow ourselves to place value on our lovability this like one day out of the year? Why do we allow that? Because then you wake up the next morning and it's like, well, Valentine's Day is gone. That's fine. That's over. Because we're tribal. Because human beings are tribal and we have evolved throughout all the years to please the members in our tribe. And if we're getting societal, cultural, and familial messaging around the importance of being in a relationship, and we're not in a relationship, we internalize that messaging and we impose it on ourselves. And we don't even realize that we're doing that. And that is because we're social human beings. We want to please the tribe. We don't want to be thrown out of the tribe. We want to please the members in the tribe. 
So to not be at odds with the people we love the most and all the messaging that we're receiving from culture, society, media, our family, our friends, we decide it's what we want. Mm. And then we fall short of our own hope if we're single. So what I'm hearing is maybe we all collectively just need to chill the fuck out about Valentine's Day. Like, I'm sorry, let's chill out. I'm literally the Valentine's Day Grinch. That's how I feel. Take your take your propensity to kill it on Valentine's Day and apply it every other day of the year. And yes. you're going to come on Valentine's Day next year, 2025. And you're going to be like, I am all good. My relationship bank account is filled. We are solid. I don't have to overperform. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a performative holiday. It can be an authentic one. And arguably, I want to say that the past four years where I've been in relationships on Valentine's Day, I actually felt such an impending sense of like doom mixed with expectation, but they were linked. And let me just say, because I had these expectations and I was almost anticipating my letdown, I I have been in a way let down every single year on Valentine's Day. But I think that was also more because I didn't communicate what it meant to me and my expectations because I wasn't there yet. Well, let's hold that for the next torture right. session. I mean, episode on Valentine's <laughs> Day where we're going to talk about couples and yeah. you can disclose and share with us what it is you wanted and why you failed to communicate that because I'm sure that that is quite relatable to people. All right. How was my attitude today? Did I show up okay or was my uh, internal resistance so profoundly evident that it just got in the way? No, I mean, listen, there are true pessimists about Valentine's Day to the point where they don't, I really don't think that you are the raging Grinch bitch that you thought you were going to be. I I really don't. And I didn't feel an impending sense of loneliness like I thought I would talking about this day. So good. In essence, we learned that talking about things maybe aren't as bad as thinking about them are. Alone. Alone. When we're in a relationship and we're able to t- talk about it and discuss it, we can organize it better. And then we let mm-hmm. it go. Yeah. It settles into its category in our nervous system. Thank you for that. Because yeah. I can't speak to things like that and you can. <laughs> well, that's what makes us a good team. Would you mind reading <laughs> us out? We Need to Talk with Dr. Darcy Sterling is a Sterling Standard production. This episode was produced by Darcy Sterling with editorial support from Vicki Bergolina. Editing by Bart Miguel and Stephanie Sterling. Our theme music is by Trending Music. Special thanks to Amanda Cristiani and Preston Smith. If you like today's show, please follow us by searching We Need to Talk with Dr. Darcy Sterling wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have questions you'd like for us to answer on a future episode, please send us an email to darcy at askdrdarcy.com. We'll be back on Tuesday with another episode packed with relationships and dating hacks that you won't get anywhere else. Thank you, Ashton. Thank you.